it's time to get your sip on. Use your phone, a tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining is the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A couple wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you a sip Welcome to All Tea No Shade Where we are serving the tea without the shade Like we always do So pull up a seat and let's start this damn sip set Cardi, don't be quiet now We got a new person in the building We got Cardi back, say hi Cardi What's good y'all? What's good, sippers? We're back in video as well I know, hi so awkward. We gotta get so. used to that. We gotta get used to it. I don't like it. <laughs> All right, guys. How was your week been? Cardi, how was your week, man? Start off. How's your I mean, week it's, been? It's been good. It's been good. A lot, a lot of time with the kids. You know, typical. A lot of creating. Your kids stay with you, or you? Uh, we split it. Yeah, mm-hmm. How old are they? Uh, I have a fourteen-year-old, a twelve-year-old, um, and a ten-year-old. You just got grown-ass kids. <laughs> They just hold people. Yeah, they exactly. just hold people with whole personalities. My 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 oldest kid, my daughter, she has like so much of her future planned out already. Mm. This is like weird. Yeah, but she's her own entity. Entity. Yeah. How has um co-parenting worked out for you? I hear so many host horrible horror stories about co-parenting. Has it been not to put your ex on blast or anything uh-huh. like that? But is it, has it been a fairly decent process for you? Um. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there's that. There we go. But I'm proud of it because, so when we, um, when we divorced, like a lot of people, it's hard for them to separate love from the other things. Mm-hmm. For her, because of her bitterness, it was kind of like, um, she felt like if she went along with anything to make it smooth, mm. that that would be her telling me that she's cool with how things are. Oh, uh, I gotcha. So, um, but she, for about the past two years, uh, we divorced in 2009. Mm-hmm. So for about, out of that time, for two years, it's been good. Okay. So, well, a long time, though. Well, sometimes it takes yeah. people a long time to yeah. come find peace in the situation. That's 10 years. But shout out to her now. Look, you know what? Real talk, though, when you... Obviously, she was your first love, and you were mm-hmm. her first love. That wasn't obvious. That, we, we, I think when you marry your first person, that's your... Okay, maybe it's not your first love. Yeah. Well, she, but, but she was, but yeah. But in my, in my mom's experience, she her my, and my dad, that was her first love. And when he, when he got divorced, I was probably eight years old. And my mom almost didn't really find peace in the relation, the, the next phase of that relationship until I was almost 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cause so much, you still have that anger, you have that hurt, you have that what if. So it, it just takes people sometimes a long time mm-hmm. to true. get over it. Yeah. So, Especially with children yeah. involved. Yeah. And we weren't like nobody cheated or yeah anything like that. At first it was mutual and then, you know, it, it turned into shit. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here now, you know, and shout out is. to her, you know, cause she's always been an amazing mom, but she used to suck as a co-parent. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good distinction to have. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you can recognize that she's a good parent, she just isn't a good co-parent. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. I tell my I tell my friends about my dad all the time. So my dad is an awesome friend. He has been an awesome friend to all his his people. He's a good ass dude. Mm-hmm. He just was not a good father. Yeah. Right. And everyone's not meant to be that. You yeah. know. So that's an interesting. Time. How was your week, Al? My week was good. I 
I have started dancing again, so I've taken like a little breather for like the last couple of months. Mm. And so recently, no, my legs aren't sore. Okay. Um, but I've reached, but child, ain't nothing like figuring out you out of shape when you go dancing. <laughs> mm, I bet. Especially like salsa dancing, yeah. because there's no like hiding the fact, right? right. Like mm. it's fast paced, so you are going, <laughs> so you are you you always just, moving, and you have to finish the song, right? So like, shit me, child, ain't <laughs> nothing more like, ooh, I am really out of shape than That's when you dancing, like you get your fourth song in, and you like starting to breathe hard, and you like, ooh, I don't know if I can finish this long ass salsa, you're like. Oh, I need to tighten up. Especially at your, the level that you're at. Like, for the, for the beginner person, you can stop whatever. But when you're a, mm-hmm. oh, I guess you're a professional dancer at this point. Yeah. You can't just stop. You're like, you got to, we got to push through because people watching you, you know? So. I, like, I low-key hate that. It's yeah. nice though that I've moved to a different city because, like, I used to come to Orlando every once in a while, but not a lot. So I don't know that many people here, so I don't know that many people in the dance scene either. So I get to be just a complete unknown, yeah. which is different. Because in Tampa, everybody kind of knows me. I grew up there, like in terms of salsa dancing. But different. Tough. How's your week? My week's been alright. It hasn't been too bad. I just pretty low key week. Um, I did watch. Um, did y'all? Any of you watch the impeachment in, uh, hearing that's going on in DC? No. To be real with you. So I watched a little bit of it uh, a couple two days ago where Marie Yankovic, um, she was the former U.S. ambassador uh, for Ukraine, mm-hmm. right? So this woman is on t- telling her her story. You know, you can't lie because if you lie, you can go to jail. Right. So she's been she's dedicated over thirty years of her life to fighting corruption. Mm-hmm. She was in Ukraine fighting corruption, trying to get people who were corrupt out of there. Right. Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. I did, did not sm- like Rudy Giuliani. He was my mayor for a while. He did a smear campaign, a smear campaign on her, and got her. Trump removed her from office from her position for no reason because they said she was a bad person. She was corrupt, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The very people that she was fighting, who got who she got removed from, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani was working with them and got them reinstated into the office. Oh, wow. And so it's like, how can you deny that this Donald Trump and Rudy Gianni is not corrupt, man? Yeah. It's like, and so her whole life, her whole career is gone because Donald Trump and, this, and Rudy wanted to work with these people in Ukraine. So and pretty much smeared her entire... Smeared her entire career for no reason at all. And she basically said, look, this undermines the the security of other ambassadors in other countries when you don't feel like you have the government behind you. Right. Right. And so yeah. I just don't understand how people can can continue <laughs> to ignore the fact that Donald Trump and his associates are so corrupt. So I definitely think check it out. It's crazy. I just think we're like the generation of like extreme apathy. Like we are, you know, we got Twitter fingers, but when it comes to Especially actually Trump. like <laughs> making movements, actually like standing in like your truth and actually doing an affirmative action other than like sharing yeah like a you know news article or something we don't do it you know and so i think that's why so much stuff is getting by like i think 20 years ago donald trump could have never could have never he would have been the the fact that he even ran well he would have been the laughing stock of the entire nation he would have been a ross perot 
like independent <laughs> person, right? Right. right. Yeah. And even still, he would literally people would literally murder him in jokes about him even attempting to run, right? But right now, nobody cares. Like we, nobody. We don't move. We don't do things. Why don't? Why is the United States the only country that is not rebelling against their government? If you look around the world, mm-hmm. there are so many citizens rebelling and re- protest protesting in other countries because they're fed up with what's happening. But yet here in the United States, who are, we are the catalyst for uh, what's happening across the world, but yet we just sit in silence and just put the fingers. Well, I think it's and- interesting, that whole statement, because I don't even know if that's true anymore. You know, we're, we're known to be a mega power, but if you look at the last few we're trends... We're distracted. We are distracted. We, we, have, we have digressed. We've let other countries come in and take over. Right, like we are so codependent on China. Like we're not the leader anymore. I don't say in the free world. I think that we are still. That's a different political. I think we're. I think we're still a leader, but I think it's very, very narrow. I I agree. China is pretty much neck and neck um, with us as well, and we, you know, China actually owns a lot of the debt that we have. Yeah, Yeah, we owe China like trillions of debt. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much how much debt we own in China. I'm sure we owe. I'm sure America is China's. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just crazy, man. But politics is it's, it's crazy. It's insane. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like a uh, what's it called a kayfabe, like uh, we're wrestling. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you know it's bullshit, but it's real. Yeah. There's some movements though, like the, the teenagers are doing some stuff, like with the um, gun violence in school. I've seen them yeah. actually literally protest more than I've seen adults protest. They just walk yeah. out of school and they don't walk out of school and like go somewhere. They'll walk out of school and like be in the parking lot protesting. Yeah. Like, so that's really encouraging that the new generation is mobilizing. Yeah. I guess that's considered Generation Z. Is that what it is? Yeah. What it is this? We can't claim them. We can't claim them. I'm not sure I want to claim them, but shout out to Generation Z, though. I do. They're they're getting some stuff done that <laughs> I think they're pushing. our generation isn't. They they have definitely pushed a lot of agendas forward that needed to be pushed forward. However, I think millennials have pushed a lot of stuff for, forward too, and we're all millennials at the state. Well, yes, technically. So, all right, <laughs> keep it going. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the. Who am I section? Ooh, are you better this week? Are you are you back this week? Are you focused to not let me win? I literally need you to shut up. No, why would I do that? Why would I do that? You was ready for that, weren't you? No. Okay, let's go over the rules. I'm going to give you guys 30 seconds. I'm going to put my phone down, Sippers, because I want to make sure I beat Cardi real quick. You can't. I'm not telling you. I'm not giving you a, a multiple choice anymore. Screw that. Wow. It's old school. I'm going to wow. give you a hint. You got to figure it out. 30 seconds. Teddy Pendergrass. Okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, let's move on from there. Wow, I was so good two weeks ago. She decided to do a wave from multiple choice. I'm with it, Maybe though. I'll do 45 seconds because y'all are really terrible generally. Fair enough. All right, we're gonna see how you how, how it goes, sippers. Let's see if you know it. Let's see if you can guess it before we do. I don't think you do though. All right, ready? We ready? Okay, so <laughs> this rapper, and you have to let me finish. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not saying anything. I'm gonna be quiet. This rapper came on record and said he made his girl climb oh, nine times. Big Sean. Yeah. Okay, both of you don't get that. I'll let you finish. Because I literally just said you need to make but sure if, I if finish. I, but if I be quiet and he beats me, then 
Yeah. But if we know who it is, why can't we guess? Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, I know she's involved. Okay, good. All right, you can guess in between. Who said it first, Shay? No, party. he did not. No, he did not. Shay is no, the impartial party. Shay wasn't even paying attention. Sippers, y'all heard me say Big John first, right? We're going to play that He's back. He's so competitive. He can't even live his best life. Go ahead. Go right? ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right. This mogul has recently reminisced about his past baby mama. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Big Sean. No. Diddy. Yes. Oh, the second one? That's the second one? Yeah. Oh, I thought on the first one. We just did... You said Big I didn't know you moved on. How? Because <laughs> I was focused on getting my win. <laughs> <laughs> the wind was gone, honey. The wind was let up. So, so he did what? He reminisced about his baby mama, the one that passed away? Yeah, she passed away a year ago. Damn, it's been a year already? I know, time is flying by. Wow. It's, what did he say about it? I had that moment when um, I heard somebody talking, they were like uh, the Gondam style song that swept the nation seven mm. years ago. I wow. was like, wow. wow. Was that seven years? Yeah. Wow. That seemed like it was just two years ago, <laughs> right. two, three years ago. I swear time is getting faster and faster. Yeah. All right. Third, what, did he, what did he say, though? He just reminisced. He posted like, a bunch of like pictures, and he posted a video of her playing the piano. Um, apparently, she was really talented on the piano, mm. uh, and her booty looked really good in that video as well. I don't Shout know. out to her booty. Shout out it's to so her easy to take advantage or of what we think we have so much time, right? We have time, 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 and then someone passes away, and we realize how much time we didn't have. Yeah. And it sucks that we cannot live more in the moment of it of it enjoying the people in our lives and and making that decision to to do right but i agree i guess that's just part of life man you know it's so hard because there's like this balance that everybody, everybody talks about balance because it's so true because like at some level you have to balance your own self-interest amongst you know like all these other things like your friend needing you or your family or like you have all these other obligations that can mm. really derail you from like yeah. focusing on the things that you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And so you have to figure out a way to balance all of it. It's, it's hard. So hard. Yeah, it's hard. Not a, yeah. uh, it's, it reminds me of a, of a quote, which I'm paraphrasing. Um, it says something to the extent of a poet cannot write about love when he is in it. Mm. He has to reminisce on it. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, damn. I said, that's it's a very interesting thought. It kind of parallels to, to that aspect. So it, it makes you. It but do you think that's true? Well, for me, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, you've never written a poem while you were in love. When I am giddy in love, Not, that's when I write. For me, yeah. You know, I think uh, I don't know. I guess pain is a motivator for some. For me, definitely pain is a motivator. Like I do some of my best writing after the fact. Yeah. Okay, but I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You say you you when you're in love, you don't write, right? right. But are you a self reflective person? Like, do you? Are you often in the end of your relationships thinking like, I didn't realize how much I appreciated this person until after it ended? Mm-mm. Or how much you did right and it still didn't work out. That could be a self, part of the self-reflection too. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. a weird way to think about it. No, because you think about it. Let's say you did everything in your power mm-hmm. to make that relationship work and your partner cheated on you for whatever reason. Yeah. And you're sitting towards the end of it. You're like, man, I did this. I did this. Yeah. I did this. And it still didn't work out. So that's a way to, but I agree. You should also reflect on the, it on made the, me a little self-righteous good. though. Like, yeah. um, I had one relationship that, cause I'm one of the type of people where when someone says they're divorced, 
I say congratulations because to me, like, no good marriage ends in divorce. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and so mm. it's like. True. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. but I had one situation, um, one ex that it haunted me for a long time. And yeah. I would reflect on everything. And then it kind of made me self-righteous because mm. I kind of start turning into that for a second. I start turning into that women don't appreciate a good man guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one likes that guy. But you know, what? Like, it's the, the two things that you guys like both kind of have in common, and like just in the way you were just speaking about it mm-hmm. is doing the right thing. You don't get like a reward for it. That mm-hmm. should yeah. be the mm-hmm. the normal thing, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Like if you enter into a relationship with someone, you should mm-hmm. be doing all of the right things. You should be yeah. trying to yeah. make that succeed and make that successful. But at the same time, because you're supposed to reap what you sow, it's like you feel cheated. And if you're not careful, mm-hmm. it can take you to a real dark place. Yeah. Yeah, I always go back to to everyone wants to feel appreciated. You know, no, no one wants to... I was going to do a video on this and said if, if the person you're talking to says... Um, but what about the things I did do, mm-hmm. right? You know, if you've reached a, you've reached a point where that person no longer feels like you see see the good they do. All yeah. you point all you do is point out the bad stuff. Right. Like what what about all the good I've done? Have you seen that? Do you see what I do? You know. But anyway, all right. Next person. All right. So this actress just slapped Netflix with a lawsuit for discrimination. Monique. I was just waiting. I was just waiting because you told me I had to wait until you finished. I wasn't know if you were done or not. You could have had another sentence. I was done. Oh, it's good to know. Good, good, good guess. I love us for real. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll like say the end when I'm when I finish something, so you guys know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about Monique anymore. I still don't feel right about that. Have you guys seen? Um, so you know there was all that fanfare when Monique was tried to out. Uh, Tiffany Haddish for getting a, a shitty deal on Netflix too mm. or something like that. Mm. And it was just like, I feel like it's so rude because don't be in my pockets. Like if Real Tiffany tough. Haddish wasn't coming out speaking, don't speak for her. Yeah, and she agreed to it. She agreed to yeah, it. Yeah, but have you seen the Tiffany Haddish um actual show on Netflix? No. It is first of all, I don't you know I don't like Tiffany Haddish. Like I, I think she was really funny in Girls Trip, but I haven't liked her in anything since. Yeah. Um shout out to Tiffany Haddish if you're watching Altino Shade. But randomly. she's legit like a, a dope person. I might not like her comedy. Yeah. But the whole entire series is her bringing on her girlfriends who she thinks are equally as funny. And so every hour is like one of her friends, oh, literally good. one of her friends. She's trying to put on other people, which is it's, which is dope. It's yeah. a and it's literally just the whole series is just her putting on her friends. Yeah, and they're hilarious. So it's really good. You should check it out. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Monique was. I get what she's trying to trying to do because she's saying women comedians don't get paid the same as men comedians. But but honestly, you're not as funny as Dave Chappelle. You're not as funny to me. Sometimes to, too, it, you know, it kind of. Um, the older I got, the more I started paying attention to the intricacies of things, mm-hmm. right? It's like when someone says the WNBA doesn't make as much as NBA, and WNBA players don't make as much as NBA players. Yeah. I'm like, like I get it, yeah. And I would probably feel the way they were if I were in their know, shoes. In their shoes, yeah. but it's like, do you pull the same revenue? Exactly. There are things that exactly. go into play, yeah. And I think that. The struggle with this generation has to be <laughs> the balance between understanding what you bring to the table and entitlement. Mm. 
Mm. Because you hear oftentimes I agree with that bad balance. Yeah. Some people just yeah. this is the generation of entitlement if I ever seen it. Yeah. It's definitely people who feel super entitled. But also like just to mm. go a little bit deeper into that, right? So mm. we you guys so black men, you guys are generally the minority. But in like most things, when you look at a culture, the dominant aspect of that culture is the, the male, right? Mm, correct. So in the black culture, the black man is the dominant, meaning that the black woman is the, is a, in a submissive role, right? Okay. And so when we are looking at the things that we support, it's like that dual identity. You know how you go to work? We, are, we have to know white culture, right? Mm-hmm. Because we live in a white world, mm-hmm. right? And so everybody agrees with the white culture, but we also, because we're black, have black culture, right? That we also tap into. Yeah. It's the same thing with women comedians or, or women like artists is that the main culture, right? Always taps into the black, the, the, the dominant, which is the males, right? Yeah. And the males don't necessarily always tap into the submissive, the other aspects of that culture. You get what I'm saying? So white people don't always tap into black culture because they don't need to. We always have to tap into their culture. Mm -hmm. The same thing when it comes to the black culture versus man versus woman. The males of our culture don't always tap into the woman culture because we, by default, have to tap into yours. You know what I I mean? I respect that. And so we don't necessarily get as much support. Yeah. In certain aspects, because no. you guys don't identify it and you don't need to because we always bend or uh, mm-hmm. agree with you guys. Yeah. That's what I'm slow to speak on stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I think it's good to be slow to speak on it, but our opinion still matters. So you never mm-hmm. want to get to a point where you feel like your opinion doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But we also want to make sure that our opinions that we have aren't degrading other people, aren't mm-hmm. making someone feel like you don't respect them yeah Yeah, i I feel like don't be married to any thought or opinion unless it's like rooted in something really you know hardcore but like i am i I, you can change my mind yeah when when people have arguments i want you to change my mind that's how i feel too and sometimes when i'm talking to people who are close to me you know you you go where the where the rational where the rationale is and then they go like but you said this like i changed my mind mm-hmm. i'm an every evolving creature like i'm looking i'm on the pursuit of truth you know and i think that sometimes people are so married like oh, you said on. to no you good you good okay people are so married to ideas that when you disagree with the idea they think you're disagreeing with them as a soul right like to their core, you like loathe them. And right. It's like, people like people can't disagree. I think that's a yeah. big thing in our generation is that every disagreement is considered a fight. Like there's mm-hmm. not the ability to yeah. just say to have a difference of opinion and it not be a bigger thing than it is. Like I love Facebook fights because people mm-hmm. will get. We'll be talking about okay. I'm y'all already know I'm obsessed with The Sims. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Right. And so let me tell you, the Sims group chats, they be going in on each other. Mm. And I'm like, this is the Sims, y'all. Like, are we really in the group chat? Like, you know, on Facebook groups going in on each other because we disagree with this expansion pack and it's off the chain. I'm like, y'all need to take a chill pill. You know, I think that, too, I think that has a lot to do with the the time we're in. It's like um, some people, their identity is in like 
kind of like strife. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they, like I call them like some people contrarians. I had this one guy who he's trolls. So, they literally trolls. Yeah, he's he's so like um, predictably contrary. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it, it, he's one of those guys where if everyone's like, I like. You know, waffles, he's gonna be like, I think waffles are trash. Mm. <laughs> you know I mean, that's him, he's a contrarian. You know what I mean? I can't be around, I can't be around people like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, last one, last one. So the very last one, I'll say I'll say when I'm done, just so it's fair for oh, okay. everyone. All right, I'll say finito. And then do like a countdown from three. Okay, I'm with it. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, so this Singer has come out saying that he doesn't really care about who his baby mama dates. <laughs> Finito. Three, two, one. Marion. Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> so Marion has finally officially like actually spoke on his baby mama. If you guys don't know, his baby mama is dating his bandmate, ex-bandmate. They're currently on mm-hmm. tour right now. So current bandmate. It's so sketch. And they're on that show, <laughs> Love and Hip Hop or Hip Hop Something. And they're all over social media right now and being wrong and strong in their love for each other. And mm. so Omarion has been like the caption of unbothered, like hashtag unbothered. And you he, don't care. You don't care. No he more, don't man. care. And so they finally got him to say something. And he just pretty much said he doesn't care. And if anything, the only time that he does care is that if the negative the negativity impacts his baby mother he, he it was funny how he worded it because it was clear he didn't care that she was upset but he said it upsets my children mm-hmm. because that's their mother and mm-hmm. that's when i get upset is when my children mm-hmm. get upset and so i was like all right marion hashtag goals People, you know when it comes when it comes to stuff like that you know, because I've been I've been in dealing and with they, oh yeah, you've been in life. bands, right? Yeah, so my people, whole life. So. Some people are saying that it's not that big of a deal to date your band. I was like, they're not best friends. I was like, you guys are with each other for a lot of time, yeah. right? Ooh, look at that face. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like because the thing about artistry, people have people who don't deal in it, they don't know how intimate artistry is yeah. yeah like we're comrades of another realm right bro like this shit is religious yeah for a lot of us and it's like it's certain lines that um i think it's best that you don't cross you know so it's like <laughs> i didn't really know too much about what was going on with the situation i, I knew it was a marion um for memes okay yeah mm-hmm. you just explaining that situation i'm just like Oh, so you didn't know what was happening? Not really. No, I didn't oh, know. yeah, really. that's crazy. Yeah. that. Whenever you're doing things that brings bad energy to the table. You mess up the whole thing. Mess up the whole vibe. And it's like, B2K can still make a lot of money together. You know what I'm saying? Right, With they're tours, on a tour right okay. now. Shit like, they're, oh, shit, really? Yeah, that's what makes it worse, because <laughs> she's on the tour there. Oh, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Well, you know, but at least you don't care, though. I thought you know you don't give a fuck, though. When you're over it, you're over it. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on. Listener shout-out. <laughs> listener shout-out. So, listener shout-out goes to, you probably know this guy, Jay Walt the Great, a.k.a. Jarvis Walters. He's from Tampa, Florida. Yeah, that's my nigga, man. Yeah, he, uh, he was our very first person to subscribe to our YouTube channel for our videos. Hey. Uh, so if you wanted to watch us on All Tino Shade, 
on YouTube. Go to Altino Shade. You'll type it in. You'll see our videos right there. It's going to be our second video, but he was the first one to subscribe. So we appreciate you, Jay Walt, for showing that love, for commenting. Great episode. Yeah. So if you are a video person, that's where you can find us. But if you love audio, you can find us in many places. L, where can they find us? You can find us on Facebook. We have a page called Altino Shade. We have a group called Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. And you can always email us, email us at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to slide in our DMs slide on Instagram, in we DM. are also Altino Shade Podcast. Yes, yes. All right, guys. So can we can I move on to the Yes, sip of the we day? can move on to the main All sip. All right, let's go to the travesty that is this sip of the day transition. You know what time it is? Hey, L. What? Do you know what time it is? <laughs> hey, sippers. Do, do you, you know, know what, what time, time it is? What is it? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. That awe is not the same without TJ. Every time I hear it, I always think of him. Shout out to TJ. Our faves. All right, guys. The sip of the day, we are talking. We're talking about <laughs> marrying for love versus marrying right. for security. Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my Jenna. nose is like tickling. I think I'm about to sneeze. You're about to sneeze. But it, I got it. I got it. All right. We are talking marrying for love versus marrying for security. 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 So I think it's interesting because they say that like arranged marriages end up lasting significantly longer yeah. than marriages like you know for love, and so what we think is love. Well, yeah, what we think is love, yeah. right? So would you guys be open first to an arranged marriage? Uh, I, and who, who would you allow to arrange it if you I were? don't think personally that I... I'm too much of a rebel. Uh, are you Aquarius? Aries. Oh, Aries. I'm an Aquarius. The rebel of the whole song. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a rebel <laughs> too. Thug life. Both of y'all are Aries? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I, like, I, I am not about someone else dictating my life and trying to put who I should be. Because that's such a big component to your life, you know? And so for me, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Because I want to pick the person... Well, I, I want to know your intricacies. I want to know your personality. I don't, me personally, I don't care about the security factor in a sense of financial gain. Like, I don't care about that. But I care about the security personality in, in my, how can I say this? How I feel emotionally. Yeah. Like, how. I think it's funny because when people say, like, especially when they're talking about women, they say, like, women are looking for security. They always assume that's financial. But for many people, for many women, that, especially my friends, it's more of what you're speaking about, like that emotional support, the the spiritual support. Yeah, we should definitely talk on that. But I don't want to get off topic. You ask a different question. Go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm done. Like, would you would you allow someone to arrange a um, marriage for you? Fuck and no. <laughs> Even with the idea that you know that arranged marriages tend to work out like significantly. Well, there's a reason for a that. Statistic. That's culturally. Because they're like most, anytime where there's arranged marriage, people were being groomed to look at marriage in that light. Where it's like, you're not, they're not that's getting. What, that's what they do anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't have, like, we came up on Disney. Nobody with an arranged marriage came up on Disney. 
with this idea of forever after. I know that it's really big in uh, India. India still has a very high amount of mm-hmm. arranged marriages, and most of their, I think they have like 65% um, of success rates still in their arranged marriages. And so I think to your point, when you're brought up that way in that culture, for you it's nothing, yeah. right? But I do think there are a lot of people who are starting to rebel from that, especially when they come out of that culture. Let's say they leave mm-hmm. India and move over to the United States. Yeah. They don't want Western influence. Yeah. yeah. I think it all comes down to your family. You know what I mean? Like, if it's done right, I can see the benefit of it. Like, who knows you better than your parents? You know what I mean? Um, well. But so you would let it. So, you, so you're saying yes. You would, you would let it. Someone no, do it. no, not now. Oh, okay. But, but like, I get it. I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, like, I get it. You know, I think I'm too grown now. I'm, you know, I'm a whole thirty-something chick. You know what I mean? And we still we came up in. It'd be weird to go back. This culture. But I think if I was born that way, I was raised in that culture. Yeah. I would. Marriage. It's a whole. First off, like, like, marriage is a business. You it get is. what I'm saying? And it's a lot of, of corporations. Yeah. You are an independent corporation. He or she is an independent corporation. Mm-hmm. You guys together, it's an emerging acquisition. Yep. And arrangements, though, that typically is the main focus. The main goal is how, what is that person going to secure financially yep. no, to upgrade their property? Not. Well, for a, it depends. It for depends. arranged <laughs> marriages, a lot of it is cultural, too. Like, so they're looking at how religious you are. How much do you go to the church? Do you have the same like principles as that family? Well, it depends on where, where. Because if you look back in history, let's go back in history. Arranged marriages was all about protection. Mm-hmm. It was about the property, uh, the territory gain. Class. You know, that's what arranged marriage Yeah, it's a negotiation. It's a, a, a business. So I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's about definitely what you're saying about yeah, yeah. love, but it's also a huge proponent of. No, okay. not, not love, but culture. So arranged marriage is nothing about love. But a big proponent of like arranged marriage is to make sure that you are a family that's going to adhere to that same cultural beliefs mm-hmm. that's going to keep pushing the family towards success. Yeah. Right? Which I, I don't hate. I don't hate. It, it's like it watered down the more um, humanity goes on. Uh, it started off for survival. Yeah. When anything starts off with survival, mm-hmm. emotions aren't going to be a big part of it. Well, I was so I was talking to my friend and I asked her if she wanted me to talk to like say her name and she didn't, so I won't. Why are um, people scared, scared of getting their name shouted out on? on I don't podcast? know. I guess like, people are just <laughs> nervous. And her family does arranged marriages, and she said the way that she's in arranged marriage, so mm. she's happy. And she said the way that her, like, she, the best way that she can explain it to people who didn't grow up in that culture or who don't understand is that when you look at families, the way you saw Game of Thrones, the way that they look at families is how they still, like, mm-hmm. her family looks at families mm-hmm. still. Like, mm-hmm. your family, every move you make, it is for the betterment of the family. The family has goals that they need to tick off, and every step that every individual makes is to make those goals better. And so if you're marrying someone, you want to make sure you marry someone where you can look in the history of their family and know that they're proper and they do the right thing and that, you know, you have all this background to say that they probably will be a good person, you know? Um, And so it's like, she's like, we're the Starks, and that's how we look at it. (laughs) And I think, you know, I think you can definitely learn to love someone, right? Versus... 
going in trying to learn to have security. However, in today's culture, if you watch videos, if you watch the, the comments and, and threads, mm -hmm. I tend to believe, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, men tend to marry for love and women based on social media okay. have pretty much decided that they are marrying for security. You'll see, oh, if he ain't taking care of my bills, if he ain't paying for this, if he ain't buying no house, if he doesn't have a car, he ain't the kind of man I want. And I'm not saying that's correct, mm -hmm. but that's the that's the that's the the story that's being put out there. Mm -hmm. You think that's correct? You think that's wrong? Is, is that the way it is? I think is? it's hella wrong. But I also think that the loudest pot always gets the most attention, right? And so mm. you got and I, and the, the crazy what part of Georgia you from with that saying? Don't tell me. The loudest pot gets the most attention. I like it. Right. <laughs> like, so. I don't get it. When we are in. I love it, though. There's so many, like, personal, personal, like, I, I know for a fact that you personally know that to not be true if you look based on like real women that you know. Yeah. But because in Facebook it is this prevalence of the gutter chicks. Yes. Who are making memes and posting and then they're funny so they get passed around. Yep. Yeah. People like I don't know how that shifts your perspective because you know real women, so you know real women, you know that this is not true. Like how many real women do you know are dating men that don't deserve them, right? And that they're with them just for love. That's, and, that's true. And how many women do you that's know true. actually are the breadwinners in their relationship versus their man? Like in, in my own life, I know most of the women I know aren't marrying or getting with somebody based on his job. But right. I will say there are a lot of women that won't date the dishwasher or won't date somebody based on his on his career stats and I'm but, not saying but, anything but wrong where, with that where are you yeah. pulling that a lot of so the, that a lot of comes from social media and it's not true that's what I'm trying to say no I think there, it's some conversations in general there a small subgroup of women just like there's a small subgroup of men who like to be house husbands and don't want to actually work right there's a small subgroup of people in the gender mm. who that's their criteria but I think that's a pretty small subgroup I don't know if it's a small subgroup because all, all my all my life growing up, you know, we are men are taught that you have to be the breadwinner. You have to do this. You have to do that. And there are a lot of women that truly believe that, mm. you know, if he ain't, if he ain't taking care of home, mm. then he he is not a man that she can be with. That's just that's just the, that's the, the story. That's the that's culturally what's been taught in America maybe worldwide that a man has to be the breadwinner and most women these days have their own stuff so i think oh. women who are independent who have who has their own career mm -hmm. they aren't looking for that financial security right i agree I, I, I don't even think of that as financial so me requiring that the man that i date also like have a career and be like stable in his own finances that to me isn't like me requesting financial security from him Right. I'm not entering into the marriage for finance. I'm secure. He's secure. We are secure. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think most women just want you to be secure in your own finances. I think so. There's a balance in between what both of y'all are saying, though. Right. Because there's a lot of women out there who they're getting their bag bitterly, though. Yeah. Like they're getting their bag, but they're like, it's you know, there are a lot of women who 
I know them. Yeah. That they're, they're, you know, they're kind of like, I got to get this bad because mm-hmm. I don't either A, have a man or mm-hmm. B, don't have a man who's doing what a man's supposed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that overall is kind of what makes marriage in these times look so unappealing to men. Right. I think unappealing to men and women. I think the stats are showing that our generational people are getting married later in life now. They are. Well, what I mean, the reason, the, the aspect where I'm coming from with men is, um, it's like, uh, I, I often say this, feminism. What's the benefit? Feminism shifted not only the way women think, but it shifted the way men mm-hmm. think as well. Absolutely. So it's like, uh, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so society is telling us that the woman isn't, as like religion would tell us, the weaker vessel. Yeah. We're equal. Yeah. We're equal in all, you know, for the most part, mm-hmm. especially in this culture, you know, under the patriarchy, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, we know for the most part we're equal in yeah. this society. Yeah. But you look and it for a lot of men, it's kind of like, okay, so we're, we're equal, but I have to take care of you because you have a vagina. I have to pay all the bills because mm-hmm. you have a vagina. But we're not equal because we still make like 70 cents for every dollar that every man makes, even though we're more educated. Well, and do more education. And I think I think we are in our minds. We should be equal. Yeah, but, but we understand we that equality equal. is never going to be something that mm-hmm. you're not going to be equal. A man is stronger than a woman in most cases. Women are typically more flexible. I'm giving shitty examples. Women are more flexible than men in most. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, we're not going to be equal. But yeah. yeah. Whenever I see those debates, like, there are intricacies that go into it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, when it's like those jobs in which there is an actual pay gap, Mm -hmm. they're saying that it's because, like, things like men are typically more willing to relocate. Mm. Or men are typically able to, willing to do more dangerous jobs and stuff like that. But, I, I agree with what you're saying. I still don't or think... Or men are only mm. in those scenarios really willing to hire men because hiring women in those scenarios make them uncomfortable because that's not a woman's job. Makes them uncomfortable and hiring a woman for that position who poti- who potentially could be out for eight to nine months because she gets pregnant. Right. You know what I mean? Like some, Unfortunately, women are discriminated against that as well. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well. Like I look at it as all discrimination yeah, yeah but i don't look at it as all equally evil discrimination but that's here nor there the point the point that i'm making is that like for the most part so it's like society has made these great strides to make women able to again get their own bag mm-hmm. and they're doing it and yeah. so you know and you look at the a lot of times we see those people who putting up those posts um, it's coming like they never talk about the economy. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Well, your granddaddy time. Brent was a fucking shekel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one shekel or shilling or whatever the fuck. Grandma didn't have her own car. Grandma right. didn't have a cell phone bill. Grandma didn't have, you know, whoever. But now women have way more inflation. It's all, it all That's plays a factor. Saying. It all plays a factor. When so. I was married, I did both things. We both worked, and there was times when I was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. And it was like you're a man. So yeah, we struggling mm-hmm. because I'm the only one. It's a one one income household. But I guess 
I think unless you're like making seven figures, I think it's really hard to be a one income household yeah, in America. Absolutely. I think this day and age, absolutely. I, but I, I also feel like this is one of those things too where I just don't maybe it's my perspective, but I hang I'm a woman's woman. I got a lot of girlfriends and I just don't know that many actual real life women. Like I've seen it on social media. You'll see like a copy of like a picture or screenshot somebody mm-hmm. posted. And they'll be like talking all this craziness, but I don't know that many actual women who don't who expect that their man to pay all of their bills and to take care. I don't know that many. I don't know any actually, and so I know some, but like the ones that I personally know, mm-hmm. there's like there's like very few where that that the husband's bringing in the, the bread, but they're comfortable most of the time they struggle and to them yeah. they don't have high expectations so they're like my man's the man and he's bringing in he's the breadwinner but yeah. like if he gets sick then what he can't take care of who's gonna take it's a yeah. rap. if he gets injured it's a wrap yeah but well other times you balance those out though because like if they have kids then like mm-hmm. daycare is sometimes more expensive than what you like people make my daycare oh, was daycare more expensive so than my expensive. rent yeah. when yeah. I was married. The daycare was literally more expensive than they the needed, rent. They needed, to do some, they needed some kind of regulation. And it was all on me? On, on daycare. <laughs> yeah, daycare is insane right now. When I found out that how much daycare costs, I was like, this is, first of all, I need to open a daycare. <laughs> right. Because yeah, yeah. y'all paying to watch these little people mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's outrageous. What is... Security to both of you. When you're thinking about security, is it marrying for love or is it marrying for security? Oh, that's a good question. What, I like in, what in your mind, in your personal life, what can is, you do it security? first? I'm asking the questions. I know, but I really want to hear your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, what security mean to you, Jay? Uh, security for me goes back to my point earlier. Is like I typically don't get with a woman because of her job. I don't get with her because her house. I don't get with her because of her car. I really, security for me is, am I going to be able to be vulnerable with yeah. her? Emotionally vulnerable. Will I be able to have a, a, a spiritual foundation where we can grow together? That security is, is more important to me. Communication. Can I have, can we have healthy conversations, right? Without yelling. That is, that is security to me. Like I'm not, the job could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. Right. The car can be gone tomorrow, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, how I feel emotionally, do I feel emotionally safe? Yeah. That's a security. And especially as a man who doesn't necessarily have not had the opportunity to be to be emotionally vulnerable yeah. in most relationships. But I'm at a point in my life now. It's like I need that because I want I want to be emotionally balanced. I want balance in my life and me being me holding everything in. It's not, it's not gonna work. That's not an option for me. Right. What about you, Cardi? I mean, it's a mixed bag. Like what's security mean to you? Well, piggybacking off of what Jay was saying, that's where I am too. I never really had a relationship where um I was able to be vulnerable. Yeah. It was always y'all niggas make it hard. Sorry. No, no, women make it hard. No, I'm going to. You might be ready now to be emotionally vulnerable, but I'm absolutely certain that up until this point, you were not. I was absolutely. Were you? mm -hmm. Because I always had this idea of a relationship where it was like, okay, my childhood failed me. Yeah. I'm coming to this person who 
you know, you you think that they will want to know you, you know, all the way through. You know right. what I'm saying? And there's certain elements of me that aren't that pretty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I think about like a lot of a lot of arguments that I've gotten into with exes and stuff like that. A lot of the time it started like when I lose my temper. I'm not losing my temper for what you're bringing me. I'm mm-hmm. losing my temper be, temper because I'm trying like I'm I'm trying to be vulnerable and I feel like you kicked me in the face mm-hmm. while I was bowing down. And all it takes is one bad experience for you to shut it down ever again. Yeah, and it's like so for me that's what security means. I mean, I'm a man like <clears throat> when you say security, the reason why most people are going to think finances is because from the male and female aspect, mm-hmm. we were never taught to depend on a woman for shit. Mm-mm. Like, I mean, the older generation, they had to, well, she's going to stay home and she's going to cook and clean and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Our generation, we didn't have shit. We didn't depend on a woman for shit. And that's the, that's why for a lot of guys like us, we don't really, it's hard when it comes to relationships and the idea of marriage. Cause it's like, it's like, I, where do we fit in? <laughs> it, it's so funny because I like this topic, I think is so circular because mm. was your parents together when you were growing up? Well, not my birth mom. My birth mom was in the streets, mm. but my, my stepmom, mm. um, I, I was raised with by my dad and my stepmom. Yeah. And they stayed together to still together. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like a lot of this is like the families don't teach, right? It's mm-hmm. like a, Like, I feel like in my family, we definitely taught each other to be emotionally, uh, like, vulnerable with each other. And you got lucky, um, like, physically present and that men are also allowed to, like, have emotions. But I also feel like that's because my parents are still together. um, 45 years strong. Hey, that's a long ass time. It it is. And and so I definitely have a different expectation and experience when I look at men versus like some of my female friends, just because, but I think that's all like the family dynamic coming back in. So are you, it's like our, our generation, the generation, our generation, we get screwed based on the generation above us who raised us. I mean, you, you, people can only teach you what they know, but they know that's what they they don't know. Emotional balance. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to accept that or allow a man to be that or allow a woman to be that. A lot of unavailable, unavailable, women emotionally as well absolutely and so if you don't know how to if you can't you can't teach what you don't know and so it yeah. takes you have to learn it from somewhere and unfortunately you have to go through a lot of relationships in order to learn how to do that if you are self-reflect a self-reflector yeah. right if you're not a self-reflector then you're not going to get improved you can continue to carry the same shit into every relationship but for me personally especially in my in my 30s every person that i dated Mm. I self-reflected hard on yeah. what I want, what how I can be better, et cetera, et cetera. But you didn't answer the question. What is security to you? She's trying to get out of it, but you see that? She's trying no, to get no, out no, of it. No, 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 not at all. Um, security for me has to be being confident and comfortable that they are, well, to their ability, I should say, that they are to their ability going to be there despite your less than stellar behavior. Your, your ups and your mm. downs, right? Mm. Um, that they're going to communicate with you and to you in a respectful manner and that they're going to appreciate you and listen to you as you do the same. Like, it's, a, it's like having that safe space that you know that you have. Mm. That's what security is. It's like 
You know, when you're really in that really sweet spot of your relationship where even if you guys get into an argument or disagreement, you know it's not going to shake you. Yeah. Like, you guys are just, like, that strong because you know that no matter what disagreement you have, you guys, the love that you, and respect you have for each other is, is not going to let it get up out of hand. I think that is, like, my level of security is that, you know, we're in a place where we both appreciate each other, we both respect each other, and we know that we're present and we're with each other despite our flaws. Yeah, I definitely think about dating right now. When I go, when I'm, when I date someone, I don't think about dating. I never date someone thinking about security. And right. I definitely don't think date someone thinking about, I think about love, mm-hmm. right? Like I, when I go out on these dates and I, I'm establishing a you know, rapport with someone in my mind, I'm thinking about, man, I, want, I hope that I can find this person and I can fall in love. I never think about the security aspect of it. But I think that all is entitled. That's all included in there, I think. So, like, when dating, do you think about security? You think about love. You know what I mean? Like, we go out to They tomorrow. aren't mutually exclusive. They're Let's, not. Right. But I, I think about... Actually, I don't think about either one, I don't think. When I'm dating them, I'm seeing if if my needs can get met and if my if if the majority of my wants can get met. So you seen if your needs could get met. We can go so many different directions with that, without going too in depth. Yeah. What do you mean by needs? Like time, right? That's a big factor in our generation, right? Mm. Am I getting enough time, or is it too much time? Is he getting enough time, mm. right? Like, mm. are our needs getting met in that way? Are we compatible in that? Yeah. In that respect like i first have to figure out our compatibility before i can even start thinking about like love or any or even um security like first i just i'm trying to determine okay are we compatible with sex are we compatible with time are we compatible with religion are we compatible with the way that we speak to each other in arguments like Mm -hmm. you know our you know is he the kind that cuss you out when you get mad or not? You yeah. know, you just start an argument like just to see it. No, I, I, I don't start yeah. the argument yeah. just to see yeah. it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Hmm. But if it pops up, you know, I will check it out and be like, all right, let's see if it, how he reacts. But I'm not gonna like create an argument out of nowhere. Um, I wonder if it all falls under the same umbrella though, like. Compatibility. compatibility because love is so weird love you it's it's to me love is that emotion you don't know until you know and so me looking for it it's gonna find me like it's gonna just happen or it's not and so what all i can do is determine if we're compatible or not yeah what about you what's the question when you date do you date thinking about security or do you date thinking thinking about love or neither neither like else she said thinking about well you yeah i'm definitely like okay well let's see what this is Period. Just see what it is. I don't think I go into it with, um, no, you know, I don't go into consciously Mm. thinking about, um, love versus security because again, you know, what is love? What is security? Baby, don't hurt me. You know, it's like, no more. You do, you know, compatibility. That's all that that dance. (laughs) She lit, you know, but yeah, like, I forget about the video. You gotta, you know, one, you gotta know who the fuck you are as a soul. I think that's really important. And I think that a lot of people bounce from person to person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they never like bounce off themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, sit the fuck down. 
<laughs> see like what it is that you expect out of life, see what it is you expect out of a person. And when I did that, I guess I would say for me, um, you nail one thing. Compatibility is big. And do you respect my ethics for life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. You just spoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, wow. Like if you waste my time to be real with you, I I won't ask you on a date again. Yeah. yeah. If I if I get that you're gonna hate me text, I'm like no man, I'm just gonna delete your number, bitch. I'm out of here. Done. <laughs> it's a wrap. You know what I mean? I just don't um because I think that I bring, no, I know that I bring a lot of respect to the table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like um, I'm gonna honor your presence in my life, and it's hard to find that. That's like the most simple thing you yeah. would think. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so that's kind of where I am with it. Um, so I guess that would be, if I had to stuff it in a category, um, I guess love. Love. I think so. Do you accept me? You know, I'm a that's, black man. Yeah. You know, do you yeah, really yeah. accept me? Or is it? But see, that's not love, right? That's acceptance. Well, because I guess. Because love has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you. You loving them is like you, we've all loved somebody who we should not have loved, and it had mm. nothing to do with how their behavior, because Lord knows their behavior did not deserve being loved, right? Yeah, or, some, or, some, or some actions mm. did deserve right. you loving them. So it's not yeah. always the negative side of it, right? Why you don't love someone, or why you do love someone? I, I, I think love. I think acceptance is part of love. You know, I mean, personally, I think right. if I accept you, then I, then I'm, I love you. I'm in love. With, I love you because if I don't. I don't think so. If I don't accept you, I'm not gonna love you. If I yeah. don't, yeah, there's I have a bunch to of people you. who are in love with like crackheads right now who do not accept them <laughs> as they are. Well, they probably weren't crackheads at first, though. No, there are a bunch yeah. of functioning cokeheads. I guess right everybody's now. wired different. I, I I don't think I've I don't, I've never fell in love with somebody I didn't accept. Yeah. For me, that's, it was that's, that's big for me. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, this is who you are. Like I don't fall like that. Like I, I, I was, I'm very observant. You mm. know what I mean? And now I may have been duped. Mm, that's a good mm. one. Yeah, mm. I may have been duped mm. of time mm. of, of ten, but <laughs> a time of eighty. <laughs> you know, but for the most part, um, you or at least the idea of you. Like I have to accept it. You know what I mean? I'm just, that's just how I'm wired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before the serotonin and the dopamine and all that shit Kick releases. In. Yeah. Because as at first I'm looking at you like you're a potential like predator. That sounds like, um, that sounds that, like that's a wounded. A, a really extreme. <laughs> I feel like you need a hug yeah, and you yeah, might need yeah. a therapist. <laughs> Absolutely. Therapy sex. All right. So. Let's just do like Let's quick do order. Let's just do quick order, right? I'm gonna say it, and you guys just throw out the pros for it. Okay. Just when when you think of them. All right, marrying for security, their stability, right? That's a pro. We still haven't defined. We can't define them more. We out of time. Okay. Marrying for <laughs> security, right? What's the pros of that? Um, stability. You feel, you feel safe. You feel safe. You're not in it by yourself, so I don't know partnership. You're making like um, you're making decisions based on logic versus emotions, so they're mm, more mm. they're more in line with like what your actual life goals are, right? Like if you are picking someone that you're marrying for them for security versus love, then you're looking at them saying that they fit in my life and they're going in the direction I want. So at some level, you're controlling your life a little bit more. I can agree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. What about marrying for love? 
Uh, marrying for love. Love. I guess that's. Love's the pro. Love is a pro. I think when you love someone, you fall in love with someone, you are. That euphoria. Emotionally, I mean, you probably just. I, I think it comes back to acceptance. I don't know why the word keeps coming back to me. Like, if that's just a pro. Like, I just know so many people who are in love with each other who do not accept each other for the way they are. I mean, let's like, 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 let's like every housewife, quote unquote, that you like read these stories about. Like, I can't accept my husband because blah, 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 or I can't accept my wife because she's twenty pounds over. But I, I think a lot of people stay in relationship they shouldn't stay in because they think they have they have that security of other reasons why they won't leave. They mm -hmm. have the security of I've invested too much time. Not necessarily that they want to stay there. You know, like to your point, they might not accept them anymore. But so, but. They don't want to leave what they've already given into, so they just stay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, all right. Yeah. What about the cons? The cons of love. I don't think there is a con of love. Yes, there is. You fall right out that shit. If you no. if you haven't built like look, I can say for a fact that love is not enough in a relationship. Well, love is not enough, but I don't think it's a it's a, a con because there's so many. If you're so many for love, hmm. If you're marrying for love and you fall out of love. I, I look at it as if you're marrying for love and you fall in love and you fall out of love, you gain an amazing experience. Doesn't mean that there's so many bad, th so many good things come out of what we think is bad or a bad situation that, that happened. And so the, I would rather fall in love and then fall out of love than to never be in love, period, in my life. Like I want to experience love. Now, if that only lasts one year, two years, then that's so be it. But the other side of it, people say if you, if, once you fall in love, you don't actually fall out of love. You always love that person. I don't know how true that is, but it's true. Mm. It, again, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> you know, because it's like again, like for some people, they have a very rational, rational approach to, and again, it's like the release of these hormones. Yeah. How you make me feel? Then there's like a deeper spiritual love is pure love is kind love is patience you know what i mean so it yeah. depends on how the person's wired because i get what she's saying it's like if you're going into it like a, it's like a motivation mm. it's like motivation only gets you so far yeah. whereas conviction gonna you get what i'm saying like if you're going yeah. to the gym because you feel like it mm. when you don't feel like it what you gonna do yeah so like you know it's kind of like with mary what well, we yeah we're marrying for you know merely love it's like if this is based, if it's predicated on a feeling, what's going to happen when y'all going through a rough patch? Yeah, right. And so I think I it's it. so funny because I think you said you said something there that I think is so true. So many people fall in love with how you make them feel versus falling in love with the actual person. And That's that true. is That's true. where That's I feel true. like the divorce and where there's so much yeah. disparity comes in is because if you fall in love with the way that person makes you feel, it's really that easy to fleeting. fall out of love, yeah, right? Yeah. Because if they stop doing A, B, and C, or even if they keep doing A, B, and C, you no longer, you expect it now, so you don't mm -hmm. have that same feeling towards mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It's really easy for it to lose that pizzazz yeah. Yeah. versus if you fall actually in love with the person. Yeah, I think that, that comes back to the security part of being emotionally in a safe zone. If I have much communication, if I have communication, if I have the freedom to express myself. But that's a falling in love with how you make you feel. That's not necessarily falling in love with the person. But we can't, we can't, this, this. I think you need both. We, we got to pick it. You do need both, but we can't ignore 
the we are emotional beings mm-hmm. and we and being able to fall in love and express ourselves emotionally and verbally that's all part of it i think so yeah good all conversation right, guys mm-hmm. let's go ahead and move on to my very least favorite part of the show <laughs> Why you won it last week? You Don't beat care. me. You beat me last week. You it's said it was. When, you said it was your most favorite. Familiar. Or that. Or that sounds about right. We're gonna go both. Both. I'm ways. just changing it to that. That sounds about, about right. But typically, it does not sound give about right. The, give us the. Give us the rules. So before I give the rules, sippers, you can find these songs on all Tino Shade Spotify playlists. We do not own these songs. We don't have rights to these songs, but we love the artists who created them. We want them to get. Some kind of respects. So go stream them. Go play them. If not on Spotify, go and play them anywhere that you on your favorite streaming artist. So, rules to the song yes, or yes, rules to the game. And you don't stop. <laughs> well, I've chosen five or six songs. I'm gonna have Shay play for the table for L and Cardi to guess. They need to guess it before one another, uh, and before you. And Sippers, you want to try to guess them before they do. Uh, these songs range anywhere from the '80s no, to current day. Right. Hmm? No Shazam, right? No Shazam. No Shazam. <laughs> off, off the Get dome. Get lines ready. Off the dome. <laughs> All right. And remember, you can know the name of the artist or the name of the song. I've chosen some easy ones this time around. So this first one. It's called oh, Indian Booty Scratcher. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> What is the Indian booty scratcher? I don't know. I was going to say African, but I was like, why can't the booty scratcher be from somewhere else? Hey, look here. Isn't that, isn't that? That's a word. Never mind. I'm going to leave it alone. American booty scratcher. American. There you go. It's better. So this one came out in 2019. 2019. No. <laughs> Very brand new. John Legend? Like no. That's not the sexiest man alive? No. <laughs> I wanted to do him so bad for who am I? <laughs> Danny Lee? Sway Lee? No. Megan Lee Stalin? No. Summer Walker? No. You commented on one of my posts. Is that Doja? Yes, yes, correct. Doja Cat. Uh, she doing this like rap scene shit now. I was just doing any female yeah. artist I could think of. Do you know Doja, do you know Doja, Doja Cat? Know. I didn't know who Doja Cat was until the other day. I was like, That's I even posted about girl. it. Who's Doja Cat? Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow. You remember that video last year? No. Oh. Mm. Okay. So she's a newer artist. She's from California. Oh, from California. This song is called Rules by Doja Cat. D-O-J-A. Um, so she's not even popping. No, she is popping. She she's popping. Especially with that, Listen, that I'm a cow I'm going this, The look that Shay just gave me lets me know she's popping, okay? She's popping. Because Shay is like who I go to for the music. Like, he's who tells me if it's okay or not. And Shay just gave me that look like nigga. She's definitely <laughs> popping for, especially the younger generation, for sure. Her new album called Hot Pink. So... Okay, Nicki Minaj. That's what I said. Yeah. Remember on my post, I said she sounded mm-hmm. like Nicki Minaj. No, but, but everyone but, but was just like, that her actual album's called Hot Pink and Nicki Minaj oh. album's yeah. called Pink. Yeah, it's, I don't really care for a newer sound. Yeah. And, I, and I know everybody says that when they follow an artist before fame. Yeah. But I genuinely like Doja Cat's stuff. older shit. I yeah. feel like that way about John Legend. Like, y'all still can't tell me his, like, before he got really big, mm. before Ordinary People... That those We're albums, it felt more Ooh, yeah, higher. Not so, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, even when he sings Let's it now, higher. yes, yeah. like oh. All right, this next song it. also came out in 2019. I think Elle did this one. Summer Walker. No. 
It's a, who remakes this? It's a remix. Separate, you know who it is. Is it Tory Lane? Correct. I was gonna say, all these niggas sound. I'm just saying, it's Tory Lane's or sound alike. Yup. Damn, they all sound alike. They do. Like, him and Bryson Tiller always sound yeah, alike. Yeah, I'm confused. I literally was gonna say Bryson Tiller. That's why I had to stop and listen because Bryson Tiller and Tory Lane sound so much like. It's another one who sounds just like them um, too. Brett they Fias. The, 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 the third Brett one. Fias, Bryson Tiller, Black. And Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez is always the little bit more sexual one out of all of them, though. Yeah, so that's one called the Fargo Splash featuring Ludacris. So he samples Ludacris. I knew Ludacris was in that hoe. Well, he, 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 make love to me. Yeah. That was one of Ludacris' songs. So on this album of Tory Lanez, he, he like samples all like songs from early in the day that was popping. I need Ludacris to come back. Yeah. All right, this next song came out in two, actually 2019 as well. Okay, 2019. I'm trying to forget it, but okay. He's trying to stick in it. I see. I don't. <laughs> Is it Young Thug? No. Little Baby? No. Travis Scott. <laughs> hey. I like that, how that hit, though. Is this a boy or a girl? I'm not telling you. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, his, I think it's a boy. The voice is real light, though. Oh, yes. Yeah, this shit is smooth. He got such a girl voice, though. It is a girl. Oh, it is? Is yes. it her? Yes, okay, so it's her. I knew because her has that like her voice oh, her. can sound like manly a little bit to me. Yeah, she's she a little deep. Oh, that beat go hard, hard though, don't it? Hey, well, she got a new single or album? New single, a new single. So she got an album coming out. Probably. Yeah, I hope so, man. I hope so. I'm a big fan of her. Of her. So slide is the name of the song featuring YG, and yeah. All right, so it's two one, two one. L got two, Cardi got one. You ain't no wait. Did you get one? Yeah. When did he got one? He got he got Doja. Okay. And then she got Tory Lanez. Then she just got her. Okay. No, I had another one. No, you did not. Another one. Another one. Another one. DJ Kelly. All right. I think this one came out in 2009. I think. Ten years ago. Black Eyed Peas. Fergie. Black Eyed Peas, Carol. <laughs> I actually love this song. 2009 though. was my shit, okay? 2009 was a, I graduated was a terrible from year college for me. in 2009. <laughs> I ain't gonna choose no more Black Eyed Peas songs. Hell no, I'm all. Soon she hear it, she's gonna be Black Eyed Peas. Like 2009, yeah. I yeah. was finishing up school, so I had like very light course loads, and that was like the first time that I actually was like, I'm gonna live, honey. And so I was like actually going out to clubs and stuff. Well, so I, I am, know. and Black Eyed Peas was hot doing that. They, well, they, they, were, they were doing that thing. It yeah, was so was different. Them. That's what I love. It was that European feel. And he yeah. was so Before weird. That's the reason why it. everyone started doing that shit. And I started hating everybody's music. <laughs> because they couldn't do it as well. Remember LMFAO? I love them too. I never got I never liked them that much. It was, it was amazing for like, not to like listen to like in your car, <laughs> but like definitely in the club. LMFAO used to go hard. All right, let's do. Let's see. L, you you are 
the official winner. Yeah, put some respect my on ass. it. <laughs> hey, you did better than the last time, though. True enough. We got one. I think you'll get this one, though. We're going to keep on going just to see. Okay. I think the slippers going to get it. I don't think Elle's going to get it because it's not her genre. Mm-mm. He's such a hater. 1997. Okay, well, then you're right. You're right. Music's all time. Man, he wasn't even out. Dirty bastard. He in it. Yeah, this Wu-Tang. There you go. I saw this video. Did you see that video where they put the Super Friends? Uh-uh. To, oh, I got to send that to y'all. They lip sync the whole video to this. Amazing. To Wu-Tang. Yo, it was so dope when this came out. I think like this is like maybe the first Wu Tang song I ever heard. Like, really? Like, hey, listen to Wu Tang. Yeah. I was, I was still getting into hip hop, so it was just. I legit want to say I think this is my first Wu Tang song too. Wow. Yeah. I, I listened to Thirty Six Chambers, man. I didn't get into hip hop until like '96. All right, we're gonna move on, but at least we got that one. Good job, L. Good job, Yay. Sippers. What we got next? Alright, we have what's your ish? What's, what's your, your ish? ish? What's, what's your, your ish? ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? Shit. Can I go first? Shit. Yes, you can. I guess it's kind of piggybacking what just playing. So I'm way behind on this TV show, and somehow I forgot all about it. I don't know how I forgot about it. Okay. Wu Tang, an American saga. It is a dope ass TV show. So it's basically produced by RZA, Method Man, a few other people, and it's just telling the story of Wu Tang and how they how they became who they became from a very young age. So they start off as teenagers, and you see the, the it's like it's not a documentary, it's like a real it's like, like a, a actual show, actual show, and it's just really good. Like I I binge watched it all in one day. Did or, you? Yes, and I wasn't even trying to. I just said, oh, I said, oh, Wu Tang American Saga. I forgot all about this. I think it came out. A few months ago, I said, let me just play it. So I played this laying on the couch. And they say, no, I just kept hitting the next button, hitting the next button. But it's a good storyline, really good acting. Uh, it's produced really, really well, written very well. And so if you are not even just a fan of Wu-Tang Clan, if you're a fan of just great TV, then you should watch this show. And it's only had one season, so you can't get too far behind. You can't, like, get in too far behind in it. Uh, Definitely check it out. So that's my issue this week. Wu Tang and American Saga. Check it out. It's dope. All right. What's your issue this week? I have anything this week. I uh, I'm still like the only show that I kind of been making sure I watch was two American Horror Story. I'm just I could never get into that. So many people love that show. I know. I don't like it. I, I like horror though. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of storytelling. Like mm. they know how to tell a story. Even when I don't like the seasons. I was respect the story too. So, you know, this season, it's cool. But, um, and I told y'all last week about that show called Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, other than that, I kind of just been, you know, just really Chilling. busy. I've been real busy. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. My ish this week is uh, Don't Act Dumb. It's clearly oh, the gosh. Sims 4 expansion pack. Oh, Sims. So the Discover University expansion pack got released on November 15th at midnight. And like me and my best friend are such stands because it definitely got released at midnight. So midnight pops around. I'm clearly up downloading. Hello. Hi. And so I take a picture and like screenshot. I take a picture of the downloading screen and send it to my girlfriend 
and she sends one back immediately of her. So we're up at midnight <laughs> downloading the new expansion pack for The Sims. But it was it's so good. Like I've been playing that for over 15 years now. We actually like start talking about it. Like mm. I've been playing it for over 15 years. It's so like such a integral part of what my like, you, chill spot. What do you like about The Sims? In general. What don't I? Like, I love that there are gameplay. So, like, if you want to actually play the game and have, like, you know, tasks and things you have to accomplish, you can. But if you don't want to, you just want to do whatever the hell you want, you can do that, too. Plus, now they have all these downloads. So, the good thing about it is Sims is made for other people to create custom content. And so mm. right now there's like this app, it's the gangs app that I just downloaded. And so somebody's made an app where you can like join gangs, they sell drugs, wow. they have prostitutes, there's wow. prostitution ring, <laughs> like they fight each other, they there's fucking... gang wars, <laughs> like literally all of that is a mod that I just downloaded. And so I've been playing that recently and it's off the chain amazing. Like there's so many because it's so it's made for anybody to create custom content and custom mods. Anything you want to do, you can find a mod to do it. I'm sure it's very uh, monetized now, though. Like, does it call? I'm. I don't know. That's the I'll beautiful play, thing. I the very first thing, the very first Sims, mm. back in like '98 or whatever it was, and I already enjoyed it, but I stopped playing it. But it was free once you downloaded it. It was pretty much free to, to watch them build, and you could make make whatever. So now. Yeah, you, you have to pay for stuff in order to have access to it. You you download the infrastructure of the game, mm -hmm. and then each like every few months or so, or like half a year, sometimes it it goes long. They'll release a new expansion pack, and you don't have to get the expansion pack. You can stay with what you have mm -hmm. and just be limited. But the expansion pack adds a new dynamic to whatever is being your base game, and so you can add. It's like an add-on. And so this one's university. It's adding on a university component to My Sims gameplay. So now My Sims can go to university. They have classes. They have <laughs> um, professors. They have that sounds so boring. <laughs> <laughs> on the outside. In the outside, on the outside. Boring. Yeah. But it's it's lit. Okay. But it's all. Yeah. It's Sims, like you can pay your car insurance. Okay. It's like oh. I never do yeah. that. All my Sims are super rich. They never work. Like <laughs> my Sims are like the but. But the hilarious thing, so there's a new trait that I just downloaded called Ain't Shit Male and Ain't Shit Female. And it's like literally <laughs> the most ancient characteristics of my Sims be going off on people for no reason. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. Whatever. I got, uh, uh, forgive me. I actually, um, I forgot that I did. I rewatched re the show. Okay. I'm waiting for the second season. The Boys. Have you guys watched? Oh, yeah. We both watched The Boys. We both yeah, I love boys. it. I love it. And yeah, The Boys is good. Those of you who don't know, The Boys is yeah. especially like a deconstruction. Wait, is season two back? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. But it's like a deconstruction of um, superheroes. superheroes. And it's so... But superheroes like, I mean, it's, modern it's, time. It's, pessim it's a little more on the pessimistic side. It is. But at least they have character complexity. Like, the reason yeah. why I like... I don't... The reason why I don't like Superman is because he's, like, Jesus or some shit. He's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Versus, like, Batman, who is probably uh, high-functioning, like, with sociopaths. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. You know what I mean? So, it's like... He has more complexity. dynamic to him. Right. Mm. The Punisher. You get shit like that, and... I don't want to be a player. No. <laughs> I'm not a player. Not that Punisher. Smush yeah. a lot. So, <laughs> not big pun. Not big pun. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> but yeah, the boys is the boys is shit. I'm waiting for second season of that. Waiting for second season of Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. I love Umbrella Academy Umbrella too. Umbrella was good. That was good. 
All, All right, right, guys. Let's go ahead and finish that ish up. That's it. Do we have a final sip? We have one. I know from you, our, our Thanksgiving final sip. But anything else? I don't have anything else. All right. So let's go around the table and say what we are thankful for this week. Because we are a week away. In November. When it's come out, we're a week away from Thanksgiving. Yeah, true. So what am I thankful for? I can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. I'm thankful for this cold front that we got going in. I don't know if I like it. I love it. it. The only thing is I wish it would just like, a lot of people are complaining about it, and I think most people wouldn't mind it if it just stayed that way for a significant amount of time. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I hate having to go and look for my winter clothes or for my my fall clothes for just two days. You know what I mean? So I'd rather just be cold for those two days than try to hunt it down. But if I knew it was going to be for a full month, I would definitely bring it out. I love the fashion. Like I was downtown Orlando yesterday and watching everybody in their boots mm. and their pea coats and their like jackets. Like ugh, fall fashion is so much flavor, so much swag. So I love this. That's what I'm thinking. For. It's not fall though. It feels more like winter to me. This is a solid fall feeling, but because we're in Florida, it's winter. <laughs> I was cold last night. I was like, why am I so cold? And I came out this morning. Cold. My thermostat really? was on 71. No. Oh, I don't damn. Get cold. Like, I was out last night, um, and it felt amazing. Like, no jacket. That's that hibernation. He came out that hibernation from last week. Because <laughs> you cold-blooded. <laughs> what are you thankful for, Bacardi? Oh, uh, I am thankful for uh, being introspective. I like that. Yeah. I like I've been that. spending a lot of time with myself. and Give your wrist a break. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's just Sorry. low Sorry. blow. Oh, a good blow. <laughs> That's a no blow, actually. <laughs> we need another person for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been, you know, just kind of, you know, you know how, you know, we're all kind of deep thinking mm-hmm. people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. spend time Absolutely. with yourself and, and you know, um, trying to recalibrate some shit. You know, so I got to fall out the right race a little bit. That's what's up. I'm I- thankful for it. I will say that I am thankful for people holding themselves accountable, right? I'm thankful for people owning that shit. Okay. Because I not, like that. Because a lot of people like to point the finger at other people. Mm-hmm. And when you come across someone that in your whether it's a friendship. What intimate, happened? No, you know, like, that's what I want to know. <laughs> no, <laughs> what nothing, happened for this introspection? No, okay. nothing, no, nothing happened. Wow. But my one of my biggest philosophies in life that changed my life probably when I was 29, 30 was just owning my shit. And like yeah. I stopped blaming other people for what I had and I didn't have. And I started blaming myself for everything. I thought, you know what? I can do better. This I brought this. This is happening in my life because I made this decision. Right. Started owning my shit. And so when you date a lot of people or you get involved with friends who like to be the victim all the time. Oh, I can't you take know? a victim. It's like, man, like you need to own your shit. And so you, you speaking a word. You come across somebody. I didn't appreciate people, it at first, but I am, I am into it. I am like, appreciate yeah. it. So you come across people, your friends, and they know they fucked up. They be like, man, you know, what? I gotta, I gotta own it. I, I own know. that, and I'm gonna do better. You're like, you know what? I, I am more. Uh, I can accept that more so than someone who. Doesn't see that they fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So because we all fuck up at times. Absolutely. It's if, you, if you can recognize it and like put your pride and ego aside to say, "Hey, I fucked up," it's everything. Yeah. See, empathy. If you're not careful, 
like sympathizing with people will stop you from playing your role in their life the appropriate role of like helping to like hey let's go get your shit together mm-hmm. because it's like when you see people a lot of times they're guarded a lot of times people who uh, make bullshit excuses for the life a lot of times they're trying to protect themselves yeah and then you see that, and if you're not careful, you'll be right there with, yeah, yeah, I get you, I got you, versus, you know, like, yeah, get your shit together, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's one thing before. I got so much I want to say on that, but I will let that one go. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it's like a great point, but yeah. okay. <laughs> that's for another episode. Another that's for another episode. episode. Owning your shit. Maybe that's gonna be another episode that, that we do. That'll be, be episode. That'll I be a dope ass episode. Ooh, I think. I can write a. I can, yeah. I can write a whole. I'm telling you. That's what Twitter it. war about it. All right, guys. If that's it, I'm gonna call this. Wait. Let's talk about. Sex, baby. Let's no. talk about our live show. Jukebox. Oh, you so right. Before, you right. Before we, you know, in this episode, Sippers, duh. January 22nd, our yes. live show, All Tea, No Shade. We in the building. In the building at the Rialto Theater. Yes. It is a Wednesday night. Doors will open at 7.30 p.m. Show starts promptly, promptly at, at 8, 8 p.m. It's starting at 8, whether you there or not. The link will go live this week. Yes. So get your, your tickets, tickets in advance. Uh, it is limited seating because we want a very intimate setting for our live podcast show. Yeah. Uh, 50 tickets, I think we're doing. I think so, yeah. So get it with soon as the late goes live. But other than that, I don't think we have anything else. Cardi, you going to be there? Yeah. Cardi going to be there. Oh, wait a minute. When's your, um, you got the show coming up. Let's time talk to you. Um, at, at 7th and Grove, right? You got something coming up? Seven yes, Grove? that's going to be January 15th. Um, and also, you could catch us. Yeah, far away. I thought yeah. Was no, we, no, we got one on the 30th. That's uh of November Soul Beach, yeah. This Soul month. Beach, yeah. I think it's yeah. Soul Beach is what it's called. It's gonna be at Whiskey North. Okay. Whiskey North, Whiskey right, Joe's, one of them. I'm, they always get me confused too. I always, <laughs> I always, I've been here eight years. One of the whiskey, Whiskey Joe, Whiskey yeah. North, they the same. All right. They're kind of sketchy <laughs> and a little dirty, but they be lit. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it. I'm gonna call this sip session. Bye. Holla. Blessings. <laughs>